0: If you're like me, systems can be intimidating at first. However, organizing your business is essential in order for you to have the confidence in someone else assisting you in the way that resembles how you would personally do each task.
1: At the time of this recording, it's the beginning of the year, which means growth and hiring tends to be top of mind for a lot of advisors, especially in the tidal wave that is January. And if you've been following us for any length of time, you know that organization is my jam. I was the little kid growing up who always made her bed and got like way too excited at the beginning of the school year because it meant new school supplies. So today I am beyond excited because we are talking systems, specifically the systems that have allowed our company to stay organized as we scale and hire more employees.
0: Hey, it's your travel industry best friends, Robin and Jen from Teeth.
1: We're obsessed with practically anything that touches your business and allows you to scale to the level of success that you've always dreamt of.
0: With Robin's background in sales and marketing
1: and Jennifer's experience as a management level HR professional,
0: we grew a small itinerary creation company into a multi-million dollar travel agency, and now we aim to help others skip the hard stuff and get right to the big wins.
1: We're probably each recording this holding a glass of wine, so pour one up with us, grab a seat, and join us to talk all things travel and business.
0: Awesome. So this is one system that a lot of our audience is familiar with. If you attended Agency Expansion Academy, which is a course that we hosted last August about growing your team, you know that we use Gusto to manage our employees from PTO to payroll, employee handbook, all of that. So I realize I just kind of touched on the functionality there, but What Gusto allows you to do is outsource your HR. So realistically, you would not need an HR department until you were maybe 30 plus employees. You need HR functionality, but you don't necessarily need a dedicated personnel on your staff to manage employees until you're a much larger organization. With that being said, the functionality can be outsourced to various companies. People have probably heard of ADP or paychecks, but what Gusto, I always say Gusto, it's Gusto. I always
1: Um, say Gusto too. When you first came on and said Gusto, I was like, what? I've been saying it wrong for years. I was just
0: corrected actually by my brother. He's like, why do you keep saying Gusto like an Italian word? And I was like, maybe because that's where my mind goes. I don't know. Gusto specifically is a great way to outsource those HR tasks. What we've used it for, and I'll add this little caveat, Robin and I made the choice about a year ago to upgrade our platform to the concierge level so that we could have an HR professional on demand. And so you can have a a more basic level of membership that allows you to run payroll, collect PTO requests, and do more of like simple... HR payroll functions. However, we felt like we needed something that was a little bit more intense when it came to helping us create an employee handbook and finding addendums per state, because that became way more complex than we ever imagined. And this is coming from two people that have done recruitment and I have a background in HR and it still was shockingly complex. In addition, we're able to submit HR service tickets. To a dedicated service desk. So they can call us and talk through any HR issues. And so it's really a resource that's we just didn't have the bandwidth for our team to handle. And we didn't have the legal knowledge when it came to the employee handbooks. I mean, for example, we didn't know that if you have an employee in California, employee, not contractor, that you are required to pay for any overhead for them. So that means the pens on their desk. It means the internet. And if they're in the county in Los Angeles proper, then there may be some additional PTO implications. Like you can't just have PTO. You also have to have sick days. So it is wild, the nuances of each state and the things that we weren't aware of that Gusto allowed us to know. And- If you're thinking, okay, well, I just have independent contractors, you also need to know how to pay them. They process their 1099s at the end of the year. They get them all of their tax documentation. This is a system that we absolutely love. You'll hear more about it as we go on, I'm sure. We will be relaunching Agency Expansion Academy in a much beefier way in the coming quarters. We don't have an anticipated specific date just yet. But just so you know, if you're thinking that you need some guidance when it comes to hiring, we touch on much more than just the actual platform that we
1: utilize. It gave us such a peace of mind because again, like we don't have the background. Like, yeah, we both came from a recruiting background. So you would think we had like some idea of interviewing and hiring and stuff, but it's something that you don't want to have but In any sense, like I'm, I don't know why I'm just in a constant state of like, am I going to get sued? Like that's what's constantly running through my mind when I'm sending an email. I'm like, can someone sue me over this? Like I have no idea. If you're going to invest in any sort of system that we're talking about here, which some you can invest in, some of you don't really have to. I think that gusto is one of the better choices, especially if you have any idea or semblance of like growing your team, maybe you don't have a team yet. And that's when I don't think it's necessary. I would say probably once you get done, maybe like three, four employees, it becomes a bigger situation. I don't know what like your recommendation is. I always say the earlier, the better, but also. I think as soon as you have anyone on a payroll and that
0: includes yourself. So what I think is the benefit, again, coming from someone who's been audited before, you guys know this about me. I've been audited and what I would have really appreciated would be to be able to export my pay. Now, if you are just taking an owner's draw, Gusto does not have the functionality for that. However, if you're an S Corp and you're paying yourself on a salaried basis, then yes, absolutely do it through a payroll system because they can take care of those tax filings for you each week, each month, each quarter, at the end of the year when you get your documentation. As soon as you have someone that's on a proper payroll, that is absolutely when I would transition to Gusto. And it got really messy when we were using PayPal. I'm not talking smack about PayPal. I think a lot of companies use it and use it well. And I know they've changed some functionalities that they actually do generate your documents for you if it's processed in a certain way. But to me, just having it in a a proper HR system would have been peace of mind that I can just pull it, provide it to the accountant, and there's backup. It's not like I've been creative with numbers. The numbers are the numbers because they're in a system.
1: Yeah, I really liked it. When we did our employee handbook with them, they literally got on a Zoom call with us shared screen. And we like edited the employee handbook together. I was like, this is amazing. And she just had all these things. She's like, you don't have an office. We have to take out everything about smoking in an office building. And I'm like, oh yeah, duh. So it's, it was nice. Like Jen said, having that concierge level support. And I think we like then flexed down, correct? Cause can't you flex up and down with the payment tiers based on like what you need that month, which is really, really, I mean, normally people are trying to lock you in for like a five-year commitment (laughs) with any subscription these days. So the fact that you could flex up to concierge when it was required and then flex back down when it's like, cool, we're out of that hiring spurt. I think that was really awesome.
0: We still have it because of... We actually decided to offload our payroll. So this is an organizational update. Robin and I love to be transparent about like how we run our business, hence the podcast and hence this episode. We had concierge level and we had a contract CFO. We actually reduced the contract CFO to bookkeeper now that we feel like we're in a really good rhythm with how to pay and how all of our employees are on salary. So our processing of payroll became a lot easier. And I decided to take that on because that's something that I've always done in my past life. So I felt really comfortable with taking back the payroll. But with that being said, Wanting to keep the concierge level so that like, if we do have any questions about how things are allocated and tax filings and things like that, we have that dedicated support desk. In fact, I literally have a stack right here that I submitted to our support desk the other day. Cool. Go HR. (laughs) Go HR. No one's ever been like, yeah, HR, my favorite department. I just shared in our Slack chat the other day about like all the nightmare situations that I've had with HR professionals trying to like beat the spirit out of me over the years. I'm not here for it. So that's why we have our own company. (laughs) That's why we said none of that. None of that corporate jazz. All right, Robin, your passion. I'm going to like hand the floor over and I'll interject sporadically, but this is... Robin's
1: baby. So hit the ground running, Robin. Okay. So as mentioned at the start of this episode, systems are very much my thing. And a system that as we've grown, we've come to use more and more is clickup. I feel like people are seeing it more and more. There's like a lot of service providers right now who are doing clickup builds. And like, I don't know, I see them on Instagram. Obviously, I'm probably targeted for that, but ClickUp is what we use for our team's project management tool. So this is different than a CRM. If you're using a Travel Joy or a Vacation CRM or whatever access, I guess, those are CRMs, which stands for Client Relationship Manager. So that is what manages all of our client stuff. We use Upsato at Teek. That's who we send our contracts through, our invoices, Project documents, any sort of forms, our proposals, all of that is the client relationship manager. However, ClickUp is the team's project manager. So we do so much more behind the scenes than just workflow implementations or branding projects, like we're running, you know, multiple Instagram accounts, building out or improving on our existing courses and programs or you know, Ashland's always organizing fam trips for our niche community. So like the list goes on and on and everyone on our team has their various roles. So I think that a lot of advisors are probably more familiar with Trello than ClickUp. And we previously did use Trello and it was fine. I consider ClickUp Trello on like steroids. It's just a super robust tool that has taken us quite a bit to learn. I would say there's a pretty, pretty large learning curve if you're switching from a Trello to a ClickUp, but the functionalities are just night and day difference. I think in Trello, it was hard to see, okay, what are my tasks for the day in one place? Like I don't want to look across all these boards. Like it just was messy. Trello, I think, is really good at organizing things in a visual way for people who need that. And ClickUp actually mimics that inside of its own platform. So it's it's been a, a big game changer for us. I'll, it'll probably be beneficial if you guys are inside of niche, I'll be doing kind of a ClickUp series at some point, more and more people are requesting it. But just to, you know, give you a glimpse into how we organize our ClickUp, the spaces are like these big, huge, okay, so the hierarchy goes spaces. And inside of the spaces are your folders. And inside of your folders are your lists. So our spaces are our departments. So me and Jen have a CEO exclusive space that like we access inside of that space is where we keep things like job descriptions, our meeting exec notes. We have like an executive hub, any sort of hiring processes, our interview questions, our grading system lives in there. We have something else. I think it's like a vision, like our big, crazy, hairy goals lives in there as well. So we also have like our TKHQ space which is anything in every, it's kind of like admin and HR, I would say. So it goes THQ operations, we have a marketing, clients and services. So anything that's like done for you, then we have the courses and programs space. That's all about the DIY done with you sort of services and products we offer. And then at the very bottom, we have a vision and growth goal. Inside of each of these department spaces, we break off the different folders for the main things underneath that umbrella. So for example, our marketing space has account or a folder for podcast, for social media, for blog and email, for PR and media, and then our funnels behind the scenes, just evergreen funnels. Another thing that I'm trying to figure out, it's a little bit tricky, but we're working on implementing it now are dashboards. So when you're inside of ClickUp and you create a task, I can assign that task to Jen, give it a due date, write any sort of notes. I can include a checklist. So like she can't say that she's done with that task unless the checklist is complete. But when you assign these things and you assign these due dates, ClickUp will actually like take that information and formulate reports for you. So there's ways to set up dashboards that will show you like time tracking like so for the month of january here's what's on ashlyn's plate she has 300 to-do lists this month she's gotten through you know 150 of them 29 of them are currently in progress and these many haven't even been started so it's nice to be able to like look at our team look at all the tasks that are allocated between everybody. Because everyone has different roles, right? Katie is managing our marketing. And then Ashlyn is doing our community. And she's also in charge of workflows. Amanda Lynn is like heavy, heavy into design. So you can kind of take a big look at everything and be like, okay, here's a project. We need to delegate out tasks. We're not in the space where we can like (laughs) chug things out by ourselves anymore. Who can handle what? What does these people's days, months, weeks look like so that we can not act like, here's another task and another one and another one, because we do have some golden retriever tendencies on our team. And I love that about us. But it's it's so it's a, a way to keep me and Jen accountable to not overload people, but a way for us to like make sure that that person isn't going to accept something. You know what I mean? That's really awesome. Again, that. Has been something I've been trying to set up. It's a little finicky. There's so many tutorials and help docs online. I'm sure YouTube is just like popping off with all of these um, tutorials as well. So I'm working to get really in sync right now. We had a system and we used it kind of and then we didn't use it. We had some past employees who weren't in love with it. So they stopped, they like refused to use it, which was challenging. Now everybody's on board with it. We just need to figure out a system because I never want a project management tool as the CEO. I never want it to be another layer. I want it to hold people accountable. Like, yes, you do have to go in and report. Yes, you do have to go in and check things off of your task list. However, I never want it to be like, okay, I, I spent five hours doing my tasks and then two hours in this project management tool, because I don't even know how to use it. So as I'm building it out, I'm creating a ton of SOPs for it as well, which is really awesome. And everyone loves the SOP talk, so I have a new, and again, stay with me because I have a new little tech tip that I found that's literally unreal.
0: Growing your team can feel daunting. From creating an employee handbook to processing payroll, there is so much to consider. However, Gusto can simplify it all by acting as your in-house HR professional. Gusto offers various tiers of membership so that you can decide what level of support best fits your organization. Our team trusts Gusto to handle state filings, manage taxes, create our employee handbook, track PTO, and so much more. If you're not an HR pro, but need one on your team without the overhead, check out Gusto. Get $100 off when you enroll using our affiliate code found in the show notes.
1: Another thing that's really awesome for me and Jen is we have folders for like idea dumps. So if you're a CEO, if you own a business, typically you're like a visionary, which is great, but you have a lot of ideas coming at you at all times. So it's really awesome for us. Like we have a podcast episode vault, like an idea vault for that. We have a content bank for social media. So when Katie's coming up social media, she can see things because randomly, I don't know why it's when I'm driving, which is the worst time to have ideas. But I always have voice memos in my car of banks of podcasts, social. What about this new course? Like I think people would really love a shop item that looks like this. So I'll like take and transcribe and put those into these vaults for our team to also have access to, because obviously me and Jen are not the only people in the room with ideas anymore. A lot of our ideas are coming from our employees. So it's a great place for us to just kind of keep all of those in one spot. And then on mine and Jen's weekly exec call, we will talk through them and like, okay, is this feasible? Is this not? When can we launch this? What does this make sense? All of that kind of stuff. We also have a vision and growth hub. This used to be something I like didn't want to share with our team. And I have no idea why I ever felt so weird about it. It almost felt like putting these like big, hairy, scary goals out in the open in front of our employees was like gonna put this like intense pressure on us to like hit those goals. I don't know. So now we have a vision and growth folder because I got over that head trash that is absolute head trash. And we have inside of that growth folder a 2023 roadmap. So that on there. Back in December, beginning of January, I like laid out the year basically with Jen. We sat down and it was like, okay, here's the major, and granted it's already changed. So this is like a, something that's just kind of fluid for us. But the 2023 roadmap outlines our major sales, any launches we're doing, any campaigns, any new programs that we have coming out so that everybody knows at any given time what's coming up in this month, what's coming up in this quarter. Because if people are just kind of like, checking off tasks and like blindly following, there's a lot less employee buy-in. So the growth and vision folder for us has been huge to really get people, our employees on board with like all the exciting things that we're doing. And I mean, there's just (laughs) never ending capabilities with this platform. It's got docs. So it's basically like a Google doc section. I mean, again, list, calendars, you name it, it's got it. I am no expert. I have used expert-made templates to create really good bones, and then I've tweaked them accordingly. But I think a possible investment opportunity for us down the road is possibly getting somebody to actually do a build for us because it's just kind of a lot. My goal and mine and Jen's goal is to always get to a place in our business where if one of us falls ill and is for heaven forbid, unable to be in the business for whatever reason, whether it's health, unexpected, whatever Jen finds her dream home in Bali and says, hasta la vista, I'm out. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't think it'll ever happen. I pray that it never happens. But at any given time, our business has grown at such a clip that if somebody, anybody in our team went down, it would be bad. That's why ClickUp was really important for us because it is that one project management tool. It outlines everything for every single type of thing. So when we launch a course, it's got a list and that list is a template. So every time we launch a new course, it's the same stuff that has to get done for that course. Like creating a Kajabi, linking all the images, creating the video, making the course outline, all of those things are already in a template so that somebody can come in and replicate it in a way that like, all right, this isn't going to not get done it's been really awesome. And again, SOPs have been so big for us to make. They're stored inside of ClickUp. People get really, really excited about this topic. So I think me and Jen already decided we're going to do like our own SOP alone, standalone podcast on this topic. This one will, I think
0: it's going to have to be a YouTube video because Robin and I have been talking about actually recording our faces for some of these and putting it on YouTube and so that might be something that has to go in our YouTube channel because it is a share screen situation. That's not to scare. So I want to I want to add this little like asterisk is that ours is quite complex. We have six people. We have a lot of functionality, a lot of different services, a lot of components to our business that are all different from one another. However, if your main goal is to sell travel, that is... It could be taken in a million ways, but it's very singular in in the actual task itself. I would envision it being able to be a lot more simplistic in the formatting. You would still need it broken out by department. The SOPs would be able to be broken out by piece of workflow, but it won't be all over the place when it comes to like, it might be clocking hours if you have a VA, but it's not going to be a service versus a shop item versus things like that. It's going to be like how to sell travel. And then your VA, a lot of those things can actually be duplicated because they're offloading the tasks that you're doing as a travel advisor. Now, when it comes to marketing, obviously, there's a whole different world for that, but it can be more simplistic. Ours is not because our business right now is not simplistic. We have a podcast, we have social media, we have Services, we have programs. We have someone that's managing our back office CRM. So there are a lot of layers with us specifically. However, what Robin mentioned with the templates, I think that's a great place to start because those are probably going to be a little bit more simplistic and then you can learn to build them. What Robin hasn't gotten too deep on, but I know she would. This is again another episode. There is the ability to actually time track within the tasks. So if you're finding yourself at a place where throw it back to our fee discussion, if you're finding yourself at a place and you're setting up these recurring tasks assigned to each project that it Robin mentioned, you can have like essentially like a reminder of workflow and triggers and things like that. Within the system, if you want to actually time track with those associated tasks, so that you know how much you need to bring in fee wise, ClickUp has that capability too. So it's got documents that link to Google Drive. It's got a time tracking. It's got tasks that can be clicked as complete with due dates. It has. It's the mother of all project management. It. I don't think that the opportunities are like. I don't think they end.
1: Link it to Zapier and you can have this thing sending emails, I'm sure, for you. And I want to go back to what Jen was saying. If you're thinking like, well, I manage my clients with TaskList and TravelJoy, which you should, that's fine. Because what happens for us, our clients are just like in TravelJoy. We have workflows associated with our clients so that they're getting the correct touch points and the correct forms and all that kind of stuff but Amanda Lynn has her own project management tool and it's way less robust. She works inside of Dubsado, sends inside of Dubsado. She kind of just updates the team on the general upkeep of where that project's at. So if you're like, oh my God, you're going to want me to track all of my trips in both places. No, don't work harder, work smarter but you can, the time tracking tool is awesome. Even if you just associate it with when somebody comes in and they're a new client and they've booked with you and they put a deposit, you can create your own little, like they're a task in a list, like upcoming clients or something like that. And you can associate, you can put a time tracking tool on them and just track how much hours you're spending on each person's trip. Of course, there's other platforms that do that as well. But with it being inside of ClickUp, it's really, really awesome for our team and for us and all of that. Okay. So I teased this before. I want to get back to it. I found this new SOP. It's gold. This is gold. I should be like charging you all to hear this. It's a free platform. So I can't do that, but it's called Tango. When we were creating our SOPs, I was burnt out, like recording all these videos and writing all these things down, which like, yes, SOPs, once you get them done, they're done. And it's awesome. So like I'm working on doing three a day. That's what I've been doing for the past week. And it's been fine, but it was a lot. I was like, I don't have the brain for this anymore. So I found Tango. Thank you, Instagram. And what it does, it creates how to guides in seconds. So it's really cool. All you do is you add Tango to your browser. And when you are ready to record an SOP, so say, for example, you are sending a invoice to a client or you have to create an invoice, like a direct invoice to send to a supplier, you say, create workflow in Tango, and then you do it. You don't record yourself. You're just clicking around and you're doing the task in your browser. And then when you're done, you say, end workflow and Tango will take Your mouse, like it follows your mouse, it follows what you're clicking, it follows what you're typing, and it creates these like swipeable guides with images. So it'll break it out into steps. And it's like, step one, log into Travel Joy. And you can, it'll have like the main step and then you can add additional information. So that's a really great place for like the resources. So when you're making SOPs, you need to give people all the resources they need. So that would be like the Travel Joy login, perfect place to go right there step two, click into the client profile. And then again, add all the detail you want, but it literally step-by-step. Step. So inside of ClickUp in our ClickUp document, we have our SOP manual. And what happens is I will film an SOP in Tango, click the, they have like an embed code. So it embeds directly into the doc. And like whenever a team member is like, oh yeah, how do I create a coupon code and thrive cart They go To that doc inside of our manual, which is super organized, they can click through and it's literally showing them walk by walk. You can actually open it up in Tango and it says Tango Teach Me and it will actually like click where you're like, it'll highlight the buttons you're supposed to click and like take you to the spots you're supposed to do. So it'll do it with you, which is really, really cool. It's free it's changed my life. I think it's free up to 25 workflows. So once you get past that, what I do is I download them as PDFs or I link them inside of ClickUp. And then I can technically delete them from Tango because unless you know you want to edit them down the road or something, but they'll live there as like that PDF file. And then I can keep going on the free version. So that's my workaround for the time being.
0: I really love it. If someone is listening to this and you have my default mentality of being like, technology, that was just too much, click up, tango, like I don't know what you're talking about. If anything, the takeaway is, one, you need to find a system that you can organize all of your things for your business, not just the project management of your clients, because your, your business is bigger than just your clients. As a travel advisor, we wear a lot of hats planner, budget manager, fortune teller, therapist, meteorologist, but the one thing that we don't have to be is a graphic designer. Why? Because Canva does that for us with hundreds, maybe even thousands of templates to choose from. Social media and marketing can be a breeze. Just upload images and your brand kit and the possibilities are endless. Think email header graphics, social media posts and reels, client welcome guides, business cards, and so much more. No more expensive outsourcing, Canva Pro has you covered. To get started looking like the professional that you are, use Teek's affiliate code in the show notes. We have a tendency to minimize our business and think that our business is only our clients and not organize anything else with it. Never look at our finances, never organize our social media unless it's maybe like within the system of Planoly. And with that being said, like there's no real strategy to that. Whereas ClickUp, I think allows you to be a true business owner and apply strategy to your business in every way, because you have this bird's eye view of everything at one site. Now, what I want to say also is that if you, and this is pot calling the kettle black here, like I have not done my SOPs, Robin and I had a meeting about it yesterday. I'm on it. It's on my to do list for this week, because I've made it so much bigger in my head than it needs to be. So I'm, I'm like relating to the audience member that is thinking this is such an undertaking and I don't have time to create SOPs. Oh my god, it's January when we're recording this. And I simply don't even have the time to put my itineraries into Travify, how am I supposed to do an SOP? Well, guess what? When you put that Travify itinerary in there, all you have to do is click the button on Tango and it will record that. And then you can upload it into your ClickUp, your Trello, whatever you're using currently. Don't make it bigger than this is the moral of the story. I was making it so much bigger than it is and I was avoiding it And that's only hurting yourself because then you are not replaceable. And as much as we would love to think that we are a special star, we're not a special star. Everyone is replaceable and everyone should be replaceable. That's the goal of a business is to be able to create a business that someone can step into your shoes and cover when there is an emergency, when you want to take off. It doesn't even have to be a negative reason. I promise, Robin, I am not moving to Bali. I that would not land for JR. It might be Florence, but luckily they have internet there. So that's my recommendation to anyone who is overinflating this lesson in their mind and feeling like their brain is swirling around right now and feeling like their to-do list just quadrupled.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Anytime somebody's like, I'm so overwhelmed with SOPs, my first question is like, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. It's just one after another. And just know it's not one of those things, oh, I'm going to sit down and crank this out on a Friday. No, you'd probably go insane. It's, it's mundane. It's necessary, but it is mundane. So. It's an undertaking. I get me and Jen have been talking about these for like what over a year now, and we're, we're still not done. I've also gotten to the point where I'm like, listen, there's things in here that people need to know in our business that is handled in a Google Doc. There's somebody, I think it's Thrivecart. They have a pretty robust how-to documents. I'm like, I don't need to show them how to make a, a coupon code if Thrivecart's gonna do it. And then I just say, you know, the coupon code has to be like this kind of name or that kind of name as it relates to our company. But don't reinvent the wheel if you don't have to. I think a lot of people, especially when we were onboarding Ashlyn, granted she had a lot of background knowledge when she came to Teak from Explorator, but all of her training was like YouTube videos. And she goes, it was amazing. I learned so much. I'm like, she probably knows more than I do. And I'm like, I thought we were going to have to make all of those training videos. (laughs) Like, and we didn't have to. So active campaign, she knows because she took videos on it. Anything specifically related to teak and specifically related to how we do our emails and like naming them and, you know, when we send them and what they look like, that's an SOP that we have to create. But certain things like teeing up a email to go out. I mean, that's somewhere on the internet, I'm sure. So that's something if you're sometimes just a quick Google and you're like, this is pretty good. I'm going to use it.
0: Yeah, I think if you're creating that master list of SOPs, or even if you're, your brain is thinking, should this be an SOP? The question is, is this specific to my business? Or is this a system functionality that can be found on the worldwide interwebs? Don't, again, add something to your plate that's already there. Because Robin and I like to say, we built our business on our degrees from Google U. And her more than Because she is the tech wizard, and anytime there's a task that happens in our our business, she's like, "I'm gonna have the same answer as anyone else. I'm gonna Google it." So
1: I'm like, "I Google everything." People, I didn't go to school for any of this. Like, I went to school for psychology, which like maybe comes to play in some of the marketing we do. But like, I'm coming into this at ground zero too. So if I can do it, you can do it. I'm coming around to my, I don't have my degree in
0: Google U yet. Robin has graduated and I am, I'm in my sophomore year. So we're getting there. We're getting there.
1: All right. Anything else to add on Tango, Robin? I don't think so. I mean, honestly, just Google it. It's so fun. You'll be hooked. I swear. It's very, very cool. They're not paying me commissions yet. They should be because I've like been singing this thing's praises all up and down the streets.
0: Well, we even have it. Six Sigma on our team. So like systems are her jam. And she was still blown away by Tango. I love that your answer to that
1: was Google Tango. Google Tango. I mean, that's the answer to everything related to when I like learn any system, I'm just hanging out on Google forever. I'm a YouTuber because I'm visual. I need to be like, And everybody learns different ways. Audio files, audio messages make me cringe. I have too high of ADD as a person to listen to a whole entire audio message. I don't care who it's from, but I'll read. I like to read and skim because I'm like a fast reader. And that's how I can like go back. I, I don't like in videos where I'm like, dang it, where did they say that one little thing that I needed? So I know that that's how I learn. And I know that Jen is different. So anything I loom to Jen, I loom to Jen. Like it has to be a video. I can't writing it out isn't the same. Whereas for me, I, now it works inside of Slack, which is our next tech thing we're going to talk about. But Slack will actually like transcribe your audio messages. Game changer for me, because now I don't listen to them. I just read them. And it's amazing. I think that Slack's text her audio to text is so funny, because it always
0: puts SOPs as an individual line. I don't know why S is an individual sentence, O is an individual sentence, and P is an individual sentence. But I'm like, okay, moving on. I don't know why you took up so much space for the word SOP. But it is so funny. With that being said, that's a perfect transition. We're going to talk about Slack. The place where all of our communication happens for our team other than our weekly meeting. So obviously we do have a weekly meeting. We use Google Meet for that. If you're curious, we love to be face-to-face. We're big on culture at Teek and you should be too. Any organization should be big on culture because people join people, people leave people. It's it's not about pay. It's about how someone feels. And so culture is a big thing that we want to be Cognizant of and always fostering, and that's why we love Slack. Slack is just an instant messaging platform. If you have Teams because you're on Outlook, it's the same thing. However, what I love about Slack is that it does allow you to do voice texts, which, as you just mentioned, I love them. Ashlyn loves them. Katie loves them. Probably Angela I don't love them. <laughs> I was going to say Amanda Lynn loves them. Angela will tolerate them for complex explanations, but it's not her default. And Robin, I know to only voice text when it's a big idea and something like inspiring kind of thing.
1: I would have when to go outside. like That's my thing. When I get voice memos from people, I have to go outside. I have to not be at my desk or else I'm listening to it 5 million times. It's a me thing. It's not a them thing. It's just... I'm weird. And like, same with text messages. I do not text people back until the end of the day. I do not get any notifications on my phone or on my Instagram, personal Instagram during work hours. I have it set up that way because I just like, I'm again, I'm incredibly ADD. I've been diagnosed. So it's like, I have to focus on one thing at a time or else the brain is just, it's flying in. Too many directions. So Slack can get a little challenging for me sometimes because I'm like, where did that one thing go? But their ability to record voices, the audio messages, and they have the, the, they added the ability to record videos. Our Loom library at one point in time made me want to throw up. It was so bad. And it was like for two second things. I'm like, Jen, like it's like me videoing Jen to Jen. And I'm like, here's, here's the Google doc. Like, and it's 5 seconds of just something so stupid and i'm like that took up a, a half gig of space on our thing so now slack allows you to do that so i'm like do not put anything in loom unless you want it to live there forever like it's going to be something we reference again or you know it needs to be in our loom library loom can quickly like fall into a rabbit like a sinkhole of random videos
0: we we were using loom a lot when we were building out a lot more than we are now. Now we're at a place where Loom is more to educate the team in a passive way where they get a Loom and say like, hey, just an update on ClickUp and it's walking them through the situation. But when it comes to Loom, I feel like you and I have slowed down a lot on that. And we've slowed down a lot on our messages too. I also know how you work. So I'm, I try and be respectful of that. And that's not a system, but that is definitely a way to manage your team. Is learn how people like to work, because if I were to constantly be voice texting Robin, it would make for an entirely stressful environment for her. And being part of the team, she would want to pull her hair out, and she would never want to talk to me. Luckily, we try and consolidate it to our one meeting on Wednesdays. That's our exact meeting, and our one meeting for the team on Monday. And then if she's driving. I know that I can voice text her and should voice text her because I don't want her looking at her phone. But if it's also like a big idea, I know that I should say, when you get a minute, don't distract yourself for this. And I like add that asterisk before sending a voice text so that she can like get in the mental headspace to listen to it or to watch something because I don't want her getting derailed. I know that about her. And to me, I'm like, Throw the footballs at my face constantly. I like love a voice text. I want to buta buta like yeah, dance ideas right
1: everywhere. Ideas, 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 and I'm like one thing <laughs> at a time. Oh my god, my brain can't handle another word. It's so funny, but it's true. Like it's taken a while for us to be, and I think that comes from being transparent with each other. Just as our team is growing, like at first, you know, when somebody's hired, they're like but everything is great. But like, as you start to work with them, you learn how they work best. Amanda Lynn, our designer, she uses Loom literally all the time for clients. Same with Ashlyn and workflows, but she's head down focused work. Like I technically am managing over top of her, like in our org chart, we are just two ships passing in the night. I'm like, when you need me, you let me know. And she goes, you got it, girl. And she's super low maintenance. And we've had other people who work with us where Jen's sat on the phone with them every morning for 30 minutes. And that, in my mind, is is nauseating in and of itself. So I think being able to understand everyone's going to bring the different ways of learning and different... like skills and nuances to the role and to your team. And as a CEO, you have to be open to that. If somebody required, like really, really needed that from me as a CEO, I would 100% hop on a phone call if I had to. I just am all about efficiency. I really like that point that you brought up about like learning each other, knowing each other, and then having those things like Katie, again, she loves, like, she'll send me stuff all the time. And and when I respond, I'm like, Hey, I'm eating or I'm doing something. I'll get to this. Like, I don't think I forgot about you. And she does the same to me because she's like, Hey, I'm scarfing sushi right now. I will be back to this in 10 minutes. It's, it's those funny things where it's like, I see you. I'm like validating that you have been On my mind, and I will get to you in like this amount of time. So it's just funny how you grow with people and work with people, and the way you work with people, it just evolves. And that's
0: something you could definitely do like a team building and an analysis that goes with that so that you can cut down the time period to learn that kind of stuff. It's just getting everyone to a place where they're honest because sometimes. If they are a people pleaser, like, hi, raising my hand right now. If they're a people pleaser, that's why I'm like, throw it all at me. I can handle it. I can handle it. And that's why Ashlyn is the same way. She's She knows. We, I, I ask her, I'm like, are you just golden retrievering right now? Or can you actually handle it? And She's like, let me think on that. <laughs> so keeping each other accountable for their most efficient and highest quality self is definitely important. And if that is in Slack by typing versus voice text versus Loom, just learn how people work and cater to that, like meet people where they are. And it's almost like love languages, if anyone has read love languages. So it's kind of like love languages, like you default to what your love language is and how you give. However, that's not necessarily always how people receive. So it does take, I mean, working with someone is an act of love. We are working more than we're with our spouses a lot of time or more than we're sleeping or being with our kids. So you have to love what you do. It has to fill your cup. So find ways that you're pouring into your team so that they feel
1: the same way because
0: it's too hard to find good people. It's too hard.
1: You want to keep them too. I think we talked about it last time when we did our little hiring spree. I want to, in the future, add on like the Enneagram as part of their onboarding. Like personality tests, we had a mandolin pull all of our birth charts and report on like the birth chart for each of our team. So it was fun. But then, you know, it kind of relays back into managing the team well and communicating well with them in Slack. I also really love that Slack. You can set up a little like out of office kind of. Angela was out of office on a ski trip in the beginning of the year. So she had a way message that was like out skiing, answering emails at this time frame. So it's like you kind of knew what was going on.
0: Yeah. All right. I know you have a lot to say on the next one, so I don't want to dive too for too much further into Slack. Google Drive is our secondary. Hub of all things business. So, without further ado,
1: I'm a big Google fan. We're on Gmail. Well, we have it's TKHQ, but we're all Gmail people. So, Google Docs is where we store safely store a majority of our company items when it comes to workflow templates and shop templates and stuff. Those are Google Docs that people download all of our offer letters and job descriptions and employee contracts and stuff that lives in Google Drive. And I know on the ClickUp section of this talk, I talked about ClickUp Docs and their Nick Google Drive. But Google Drive, I think is where in my mind, when I'm like segmenting out Things. Google Drive is like, I want this to be stored forever. Like, this is important. This probably isn't going to change. Google Docs is where this podcast outline is on Google Docs. Like, once this is recorded, we probably don't need this outline anymore. So we'll keep it, but it's not a Google Doc worthy situation, if that makes sense. So, we have our folders. Um, Again, I do an audit at the end of the year. I go through and clean out all the junk. I think everybody can relate to having the Google Drive graveyard of like, what even is this document? Where did this spreadsheet come from? I haven't seen this in eons. So, we organize our folders again by department. So, there's HQ, operations, marketing, sales and clients, programs and courses, vision, all of that kind of stuff. And then, courses and shop for us, just so the shop is its own thing. Courses and anything related to like the resources that we deliver for people, they store inside of Google Doc. And yeah, I mean, I think it's awesome. I mean, there's Google Sheets, our uh, revenue breakdown spreadsheet that we go over at the end of each month to see, you know, where our our revenue is, what's being generated, what our overhead is, all that good stuff. That's in Google Sheets for me and Jen. And I can embed it into ClickUp. So it looks like it's living in ClickUp, but it's not. It's its own little Google section that I can edit and click up. It's very cool. I just really love Google. I think you can do anything on Google between diagrams. There's forms. I know a lot of people will capture client testimonials on Google forms, which is awesome because you never want to just ask for a testimonial. You want to ask leading questions that are going to get you really good testimonials. So Google forms allows you to create those forms or those questions that go out to people at the end of their trip. And then of course you can make a form inside of travel joy too, I'm sure, but you can store it inside of a sheet, all of that kind of stuff. So big Google drive fan.
0: It is nice because that's where we store all of our job descriptions, signed offer letters, things that you want to be able to access without the complexity of like quote unquote managing a system. This is our storage hub versus project management. So if I were to think of it in three different buckets, We've got client management, which for us is Dubsado. For travel advisors, might be Travel Joy. It might be Vacation CRM, client base. And then we have our project management, our ClickUp. For a lot of other people, maybe it's Trello. I think that Trello has limited capabilities and it doesn't layer as much as ClickUp. So if you're feeling like super overwhelmed by the millions of cards and boards and all those things in Mm -hmm. Trello, probably time to graduate to ClickUp. Which is also an economical way of creating an intranet. So if you're listening to this, I always wanted to create an intranet for the travel agency. And it just, it's actually incredibly expensive to do so with someone. So click up is that. And then you have your storage hub and that would be Google. And those are like the three buckets that I have to think of it to understand like, where does this live? Just from like a, just like you're putting clothes away in a room, like what room do I put this in? So that's that's our philosophy on the Google Drive. If you're wondering how do you decide if something is ClickUp versus Google Drive. All right, lastly, but not least, Canva. And that is gonna sound silly as a tool to manage our team, but hear us out because obviously our roots are deeply embedded with branding. So branding is an important thing for us to make sure we are... Consistent in and that goes from email signature to the logo in the corner of our loom (laughs) to the tone of voice, our website, everything we do revolves around branding. And then of course, social media. So Canva has allowed us to create the brand kit, which All the files are held in our Google Drive, so it's easy access for anyone to go into marketing and pull a logo if they need to from a brand kit. But Canva Pro allows you to store a brand kit, store your hex codes, and create templates. So what Robin has done, we recently had a meeting with Katie Fisher on our team who's going to be assisting with social media. And so there's a lot of handoff that happens When someone else is managing social media, you want to make sure it's done incredibly well and consistent with what you've been doing. Robin went in and created templates and folders that allow Katie to step into her shoes and create stories, reels, grid posts that are all brand consistent. And Robin never has to worry if it's brand consistent because it's all right there. It's not like she's going to search for another font or find another hex code. Like she's dragging and dropping images from our stock folder That we've created. So Canva is a way that if you are looking to step back or if you need anyone to be able to pop in and create any literature for a client or I don't know anything, literally anything that's going to be a graphic based product, Canva allows you to ensure that you're going to have brand consistency. So if you have a VA, if you have other team members stepping into your shoes when it comes to marketing, if you are working with an outsourcing company to create your newsletter, anything like that. Canva allows for that brand consistency. No. So Robin, anything to add on that?
1: I think they're like adding new things too. I want to say that there's like whiteboards now, so you can actually like map things out. I don't know. I got this email. It was like a couple of weeks ago and there's a lot rolling out with this platform. They're trying, I think, to get bigger because it was always so Weird when I was like creating graphics and like Illustrator, I would like Jen's like, Oh, we need to queue this out. And I'm like, Dang, and I have to go do that. But Canva now it's like, No, Jen, you can do it. Like, you pop in there, everything's templated, everything's set up for you, every the kerning is correct. Canva looks a little insane, but we have all of our clients' brands saved as well. So if anybody past clients come back to us and they're like, I need business cards, I need social media templates, it's super easy for us to pull their fonts, pull their colors, pull everything related to their brand and quickly update everything. So if you're an agency host and like, you know, you have like mini brands underneath you. And I think it's just a really awesome platform. Consistency is key when it comes to branding. We've said it over and over again and Canva allows us to be super consistent.
0: So in summary, getting to a place of organization doesn't come without hard work and repetition. It's actually been proven that unlearning something is harder than learning how to do something. So when we are handing off tasks, we are essentially unlearning how to just handle it ourselves, which I think is probably the biggest obstacle for business owners.
1: 100%. Also, of course, it would be an oversight to not mention this, but these systems can impact your bottom line. So, before you see the bright shiny thing and you're like, "Whoa, this isn't going to change your life," it's really important not only to review how an employee or an IC will impact your finances, but also these systems. Because, I mean, maybe you can get away from a VA when you're managing things inside of ClickUp or whatever. So, just make sure before you go and you, you know, you're enrolling double check that it makes sense for your overhead for the month. We never want anybody to be in a position where they're like, but they used it and I have to use it too. Absolutely not. Double check that like it's going to make sense for your business before. And then of course we do have some affiliate codes. So I believe we got a percentage off or you got like a hundred dollar visa or something in association with Gusto and Canva when you use our affiliate links. So all of that information will be waiting for you inside of the show notes. We're sending you a long distance cheers because you just finished another episode of Teek Talk.
0: If you loved what you heard, hit subscribe and head over to the
1: show notes for any resources and a summary of this episode. In the meantime, if you want more access to us, we are personally inviting you to join our Niche by teak community where we host live events, answer your questions, share destination masterclasses, and give you a front row seat to all the resources that we launch throughout the year.
0: Plus, what's better than being surrounded by like-minded advisors that are hyping you up to succeed each day? We think nothing. Head
1: over to www.teakhq.com backslash niche to join the community today.